this is episode one i can't believe it took so long to do this but you know our first guest has been very busy so i'm gonna get right into it uh, ladies and gentlemen this is singer slash songwriter joe hi joe <laughs> hello <laughs> Thank you for putting me number one. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, you know, because we've known each other for a bit, so I think yeah. we have a lot to talk about. <laughs> oh my god, we have so much to catch up on and Yeah, it's been a yeah. while. It's been a long while and it's been, you know, uh just uh changes, like going through changes, I would say. Cause I remember the first time I saw you was three four almost four years ago now when yeah. i first came back right and then like conversation just started like we just hit you know hit it off and like i was like wow can talk about uh, this one okay <laughs> let's go let's go <laughs> yeah so if you guys don't know me and joe i mean i was a little boy back then i think four years i was 19 when i first met joe yeah so Oh Def- definitely a lot has changed <laughs> even in terms of topics we talk about i think you know it's evolved into like something it's more professional sometimes sometimes it's just the same old same old you know <laughs> the same old will never will never go away like i feel yeah. yeah but i mean as we change i feel like our topics change and and evolved as well like you said and i'm excited to see where this goes yeah okay so the basis of like the show right so basically you know the pandemic hit you know like like we were into in lockdown the march 2020 so that's where i got the idea like this is where it all that's where it all like came to be because i was like i wonder what everyone's doing <laughs> ah. yeah, so hence the off the stage thing because everyone was off the stage technically you know oh yeah tell so, me about it other than like the live shows and all like within this year right because right now yeah. we're all in an emco in slango and kl yes so tell me joe like what have yeah. you been doing like this past year what have you got yourself into what are you like you know new hobbies or anything <laughs> what have i gotten myself into <laughs> um uh, hopefully not too much trouble um well okay um well first of all thank you for um inviting me uh and and uh you know getting giving me a platform and a stage (laughs) to be here uh speaking with you and you know just catch up like like friends and i think um the past year like you said all of us have been off stage off the stage right so um for me personally, it has been a lot of like, instead of going outwards, it was a lot of going inwards. So um, a lot of uh, replanning, a lot of uh, uh, adapting and a lot of uh, uh, branching out, I guess, you know, in terms of like work, because I teach uh, full time, right? So um, I would say, uh, adapting with the times definitely and also giving more time to myself because before this before the pandemic it was you know hustle 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 like going out 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 yeah and you know that too right so uh and and you we've been (laughs) at like jam sessions or like shows together and things like that so 
it was um uh yeah a lot of uh going inwards and and uh adapting yeah <laughs> i i don't know how to uh put it in words per se because like so many things have changed in such a small amount of time and who i am as a person changed as well compared to you know 2019 or like early 2020 So yeah, but I think the biggest take, uh, not biggest takeaway, but like the biggest thing that I've, uh, the most wonderful thing that I could have done for myself was starting jujitsu. So yeah, without this pandemic, I would not have had the time or the, you know, like the, put the first step out of starting jujitsu. So yeah. So speaking on jujitsu, right? Like out of <laughs> out of everything, like what what made you go? I want to do BJJ. <laughs> BJJ. I think. Um, okay, so before before I even knew what BJJ was, right? Like you, you, we we heard of like sports like Muay Thai, you know, MMA, kickboxing, things like that, and you know, I've always been uh, fascinated by the art of you know striking or like being able to defend yourself i guess because i never got to do that as a kid my mom mm. would always be like oh you have to practice piano you have to practice violin what if you get injured you cannot practice anymore you know that kind of thing yeah. so now as an adult i am rebelling <laughs> <laughs> so uh i got into uh i started with uh, kickboxing first with lance and uh eventually um uh, I, I got to know about BJJ uh, through JRE, the Joe Rogan Experience podcast. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about, you know, how like uh, uh, Jiu-Jitsu is the best martial arts out there, like Sai Stone Matter, Kononiela, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, ooh, this sounds interesting because like if I were to punch somebody bigger than me or like strike somebody or like kick somebody I would not have the power but with jujitsu I can take them down and just like you know uh, get on their backs do the rear naked choke and things like that and you know put them to sleep without ever striking them so that idea really intrigued me nice. as a smaller person so yeah that was how I got into BJJ sorry I talk a lot huh? yeah, no no it's fine like you know you, you, you make my life easier <laughs> yeah, but but damn, jujitsu, dude! Like, I, now I'm, I'm just scared. I'm scared of you now. <laughs> <laughs> just don't let me, you know, close the distance. If, if I come and hug you next time, be like, whoa, 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 Joe, Joe, what are you doing? <laughs> if you see me lifting your leg or something, single leg, be like, <laughs> single yeah, leg. single leg take down. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I'll be sure to keep my range in check. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, but you've been doing boxing as well, right? For yourself. Yeah, I mean, my boxing momentum just got cut short when the whole <sighs> MCO, the first MCO, like, yeah. you know, because I was like, 2019, like, the, the whole year I was just boxing, boxing, and then like, you know, with work and stuff. So I thought, I was like, yeah, mm -hmm. I, I'm the best shape of my life, you know, I want to compete. So I thought yeah. 2020 was my year, man. Like I was like, yeah. I was gearing up to like start playing shows again. You know, I was like, as like had some sessioning stuff, and then next thing you know, bam, Pandemic. the world just stopped. <laughs> the world yeah. just stopped. Yeah. And then, and then we had to put our lives on hold. Yeah, I mean, I was working from home, but geez, man, I thought working from home is, it it was fun. 
till it wasn't for a while yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and and but dude like what's been going on like uh let's do a quick catch up like since the last time i saw you like what has changed on your part and you know like uh, tell tell the audience what you've been up to okay so when the mco hit right yeah i was still a sports journalist yes but now I'm a content manager for an esports team. Oh damn! Yeah, I'm not gonna say which team because uh-huh. I'm not confirmed yet. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, content manager, and I'm also a streamer now. Yeah, I stream games on Twitch and Facebook. So hey. it's pretty crazy. Like now, like recently, I just got my badges, like creator badges, on like mm-hmm. Twitch and Facebook, so I'm able to monetize my content. So that's pretty dope. Uh, it took uh-huh. took me a while to get there though. Right, right, right. I see. Okay, so mm. you have to tell me how to do those things like after we get off because like I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And speaking of like <laughs> streaming, right? Like, you know, yeah. so many new acts are just coming out like out of nowhere, just like on the internet. Like like some of these like artists, like they just haven't seen the stage yet, but like them, like they're so good. So what what's your take on that though? Like all these up and coming stars? In the making in our local scene mm, like on the internet yeah, or like yeah, on tiktok like they're just yeah. like appearing out of nowhere with like these releases and stuff right mm, mm. and then sometimes they perform live like from their from their comfort of their own homes of course lah but right you know like they never actually like step foot in like a venue you know that right. kind of thing like do you think like, it's it's slightly different than what like you've done yeah. <laughs> well okay so i was actually just thinking about this the other day because like my sister uh, i'm old already la, a little bit <laughs> it took me like half an hour to get onto this course <laughs> and to set everything up but um i was just talking uh i was thinking about this and because uh, my sister she's pretty active on tiktok and she's like four years younger than i am right so like um and she's been showing me like these amazing uh artists that i've never heard of that i think prob- probably we would never hear about if it wasn't for tiktok or like twitch or like uh, mm. uh live streams you know these kinds of things and that i i find i feel like that is the uh the beauty of uh of uh, these apps and these uh, platforms because without uh, these things we would never have known right so um it's definitely a plus however once this is uh once the pandemic is gone and and venues are open and and stages are open uh, and and we get to go back to performing live Mm -hmm. then we will truly see who has, uh, you know, the making of really being an artist, right? Unless you're co- uh, con- uh, comfortable or like content with um, being a bedroom artist or like bedroom singer, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. And that's completely fine, you know, you do you. And I'm sure they would have their audience uh, audiences as well. Just like, you know, uh, um, during the start of the pandemic, a lot of us, a lot of uh, quote-unquote live artists, this, we needed to adapt to live streams, um, uh, online performances, and things like that as well. And those 
who um, yeah those who didn't they kind of got left out right so yeah like like yeah. it 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 changes and and the whole thing is just like uh i guess survival of the fittest <laughs> or survival of the strongest i think in, in the best way possible i think i guess yeah. in social media terms it's like who got like it's in terms of like who has the better engagement lah, you know yeah <laughs> yeah definitely yeah who has the better i mean you would know these things more than i do you know because like yeah you're you're in the digital <laughs> realm <laughs> it's a career choice man like <laughs> Yeah, like um um what do what do you see so far, you know, like uh with um uh upcoming artists or like uh TikTok stars or oh. Twitch stars and things like that? Like I'm sure you've seen a lot, right? I've seen I've seen way too many. I don't know names, but like there's one name I remember he so basically he was like this TikTok singer, right? So mm. his name's Jaden. Like his artist name is J X D N. So mm. I've been listening to him a lot. So recently he just dropped a new album, and now you know, you know who whose label he signed under. Who? Travis freaking Barker, man. Huh? Travis Barker has a record label. Yeah. What? Yeah. So Travis Barker, for some reason, right? Like this Jaden dude, like yeah, he's a TikToker. Like he's friends with all these, like all those pretty. You know, TikTok got a lot of pretty boy looking people. <laughs> They yes. one gang and all right, ah. Uh. So he's yes. within that circle, I guess. So, like, then I thought, like, ah, uh, it's like some TikTok music, you know? Maybe it's just whack mm. or what. So when I actually gave it a shot, like, if you go to my Instagram, my personal one, like, I did a mm. cover, right? It's the dude song, lah. <laughs> it was so good. It was actually really good. <laughs> oh, and he's from TikTok. So how did Travis Barker sign him? Like, I honestly don't discover? know the story, but I was very amazed at how Travis Barker is able to procure like these talents right and just nurture yeah. them into like you know something like very it's very Blink 182-ish but it's just right. a splash of modern <laughs> mm, yeah. a bit of uh, old and a bit of new like that la. Mm-hmm. exactly and ah. it's crazy because like speaking of like that, like Blink and all like now the yeah. the like the pop punk genre is sort of like having a renaissance yeah it honestly is yes. i am not kidding yes yeah so there's so many mm. good artists like out there so last year my my mm. go-to album was machine gun kelly right <laughs> yes you told me yes yeah. yes so he 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 became a pop punk artist i guess i don't know what he's doing now but yeah that album was really good billboard number one i think something mm-hmm. like that. and mm. travis Barker definitely played a part in that lah. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, so the, oh, wow. the joke is like, like, like Travis Barker just goes up to a white rapper. He's like, you're doing pop punk now. <laughs> <laughs> this is your genre now. Take it or leave it. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, like, he produces the albums for them. So nice. Like, it's I so, know. That's a dream. To have Uncle Travis to produce for <laughs> me. <laughs> I know, and and uh, the latest one I think it was with Willow Smith. Oh my God! Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Oh my God! That yeah. that song, Transparent Soul. Oh my God! When I first I, heard it, I didn't expect Willow to take that route at all. Me neither. I was so surprised, you know. Yeah. But she fits it so well with like her her aesthetic and her voice. Her voice is so soulful. Mm-hmm. But when you mix it with like. 
uh, punk and rock and this this a little bit of grunge i think yeah. it, it's just i don't think I've, I've ever heard something like that since like uh alanis morissette jeez yeah dude oh my right God. when i first heard it i was like okay because when i saw the the album art and i was like okay willow's holding a guitar okay it's not that bad right Right. So, so then when I went to Spotify to check it out, I see yeah. the track. And when you see featuring Travis Barker these days, yep. you know it's going to be a pop punk song. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but man, Travis knows what he's doing. Yeah. And and I guess, you know, it's a win-win situation because he's, okay, he's brilliant like, in this case, you know, like mm-hmm. one, he's like uh uh he already has a name for himself, but he's from, you know, the quote-unquote old-school yeah. uh, time, right? But he's utilizing and he's staying uh, staying relevant by uh, um, pro- procuring... Am I using the word right? You yeah, know? procuring talent for the next generation, something else? Yes, yeah. through TikTok, through, you know, whatever current social media uh, there is, right? Mm-hmm. So, and... Because of his name, Travis Barker, he gave, you know, a platform for these upcoming artists who would never, I wouldn't say they never would have had a chance, but, you know, the, the chances are smaller enough for them to uh, yeah. make it so big, so fast, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, like, it's a win-win situation and I'm, you know, very happy. And I think we could, you know, definitely... Uh, uh, use that as an example for ourselves here locally la, instead of like uh, oh no la, you know because to be honest I have heard people say things like especially from the um, uh, the previous generation or like the, the more senior musicians um, having their, their counter arguments of um, uh, what's it called using social media as you know a, a marketing tool uh, only right uh, yeah he's pretty good for a bedroom guitarist or you know a bedroom singer or you know whatever mm-hmm. but let's see how they do it on stage well okay give them the platform then you know uh, let's collaborate or like you know let's see uh, uh, use your seniority to help the upcoming ones and the upcoming ones can also help you stay relevant it's it's a win-win thing i think yeah it's a symbiotic relationship is, is that yes. it right yes mm. because i had that when i was coming up also like if my seniors or like uh the, the people that i watch with didn't give me a helping hand or they they you know if they didn't give me a chance i would not have had the opportunity opportunities that I've had uh, uh, now, but uh, you know, so yeah, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> went off track. It's fine, but okay, yeah. So, like mm. to to go back to the 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 live shows, right? Before before mm. we we move on to Travis Barker and his children, right? <laughs> yes, his children. <laughs> he's he's what anak murid, uh, yeah. Pupils, Pupils. disciples, mm, yes. <laughs> Yeah, so live shows can remember when yeah. when the pandemic like like when MCO hit and all, but there were still like live shows going on after a while. Like yes. certain venues were off, like were paying artists to like go perform at their venues. Like I, mm. I don't want to say the venue's name, lah. You know. I was about to, but yes, let's keep it on the DL. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I know, like yeah. whoever was around that knows. But yeah, I always wondered, like, do you know what happened to said venue? <laughs> 
to those venues like that one particular one lah ah hmm 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 <laughs> not, not sure Do you, like um i think okay um things that i've heard uh th- there's still you know kind of operating maybe but um uh well technically uh, i cannot say lah <laughs> because once i say people will will um they probably uh, figure out what it is yeah mm-hmm. yeah nah yeah, okay. but <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll keep this, you know, between ourselves first for now. But I think, you know, for like what you said, like during the the um uh, when it was like yeah, during the first MCO, like I think a lot of venues were uh, figuring out how to move forward and what are the what are some of the best ways to move forward uh, that's yeah. beneficial for them and also ben- beneficial for uh, the musicians and you know. I I really um admire and respect uh, a few of the venues and for for trying to just keep it alive like keep live music you know going for as long as they can until this whole thing is you know out of control so yeah yeah mm, yeah lah. and the thing is like I remember when they started doing like the like venue started renting out like for performances so it was like around like July-ish mm-hmm. yeah so that's when like it was like slowly getting better when it was like one case a day you know throwback yeah <laughs> throwback seriously though <laughs> like one case a day and that wasn't even a local case I found out you know huh? it was a non-local one like it's not a, it was an imported case uh? yes <laughs> damn damn dude like Time flies when the world's yeah. going to shit, huh? <laughs> well, to be honest, uh, everyone's opening up already. So yeah. I'm just gonna say it once, and I'm just gonna put it here. I think we really need to figure out uh, um, a way to move forward instead of moving backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Some, you know, the, our current situation may have worked last year, but you know we're playing this like wait and see game like how long can we afford to wait and see you know i i've had friends um uh telling me and i feel the same way as well like we feel like we've been putting our lives on hold mm-hmm. um a lot of us i mean the whole country like, okay have been putting our lives on hold for something so uncertain for something so uncertain and it is the uncertainty and the lack of direction that's um um, putting a lot of people into mental distress and yeah. like yeah and as as musicians as artists as like content creators as we we need a path forward like, I feel so yeah I don't want to get into politics but yeah yeah Malaysians know lah they know but honestly like the whole yeah. like you know everyone's mental health is so important and like I oh, just, yeah. And it's so sad to see like there's so much cases of like you know suicides. Yeah, and and the thing is like it's not even to the point where like everyone's just like oh like why you kill yourself and all. Like the thing is like it's such a a scary thing because like it's almost a normal thing on a daily basis already. You know. Yes. Like on you average, know? if I'm not mistaken, I read a statistic 
it's like four cases four a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shit. Yeah. Oh my god. Can you imagine? Yeah, man. Yeah, and actually, how's living alone like for you? <laughs> like right now, what are you? What are some of the things that you're doing to you know stay sane and uh, mm. I guess hang on and yeah. Definitely. I mean, for me, because I stream and stuff, so it like it's a form of catharsis, you know, just to <laughs> just to put myself out there to engage, to talk to people more. But obviously, it like digital communication also leads to digital fatigue. I feel. Oh, so that's I, what I'm in now. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just like really tired sometimes, but yeah. you know, like I I don't have anyone around me to like physically talk to or something like that. So yeah. Yeah, it definitely gets to me sometimes, but you know, we all have to pull through. Like, I just need, like, have to keep headstrong and all. But yeah, I honestly really I feel for a lot of small business owners, uh, like mostly. Oh, yeah. That I really just sometimes when I read like what they go through, I just want to cry, man. Yeah. Because how how like how would you feel like if you were in their shoes, you know? And yeah, you you like. You know, today is like it's even like the day itself. Like today is like an uncertainty because you don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow, kind of thing. Exactly. Shit, man. <sighs> exactly, and things are being decisions are being made last minute, mm. uh, and and it's it's a it's definitely a trickle down effect, I think, and unfortunately, uh, small businesses, um, you know, those those um. Uh, our local hawker stores, you know, those kinds of things. Like, like, I mean, food F and B. I think it's it's. Well, who am I to say? I don't really know the the industry, but definitely for I, I've seen so many um, uh, uh, cafes close down. I've seen uh, uh, schools closing down. I've seen like like you know those like private. Uh, uh, private instruction uh schools like mm. they, they they cannot survive yeah. um uh uh what else like yeah, yeah i i, I uh. it sucks now like, it's such a sad like it's very touchy topic not really touchy but at the same time it's very sensitive because like it just brings out a lot of sad emotions man yes <laughs> and i've been feeling this like honestly like um uh coming into this like i i had to take off for uh for uh this is my second day now because mm-hmm. uh, i i just realized that i haven't uh, had a break since christmas last year uh-huh. and then from like february or march onwards it was just online classes 24 7 no not, not 24 7, but like you know like it takes like, up most of your day lah yes it takes up most of my day and it's all digital it's all virtual and like you said there's the 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 digital fatigue uh, yeah yes it's not like physically you're you're tired you know i don't have to drive to my studio i don't have to park i don't have Mm -hmm. to walk up the stairs you know that kind of thing but just the 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 whole thought of like waking up and then like just staring at a laptop for eight hours is like is that it yeah yeah that's mm. it and you know i i i work in my room i i teach in my room 
I walk out of my room, I <laughs> sleep in my room, you know, that kind of thing. It's like that four walls and I take walks, you know, every day, like just go outside and just like either walk or run. But it's coming to a point where I want to enjoy my job and I'm trying my best to enjoy what I do. Uh, I love teaching. I love music. I love teaching music to students and to, to other people. But I had to uh, take a few days off so that I don't burn out and not want to teach anymore. Yeah. You know, and when I get there, uh, my students will not benefit, uh, you know, at all. So, yeah. So the this I, I feel like this third MCO uh, is is has been the worst one yeah. so far. I feel like yeah. everyone's patience is just wearing thin. What patience? There's no more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be nice. I would yeah. say we still have patience, you know. <laughs> I mean, not with the yeah. not with the government, but you know, like I'm like I guess yeah. like just in in our own homes, you know, we're just like okay, you know, what, like it'll, it'll be it'll be okay, but then you know, like it's just yeah. maybe just a bit more like irritation and then that's it you know gone yes yeah and you snap right yeah and the thing mm. is like there's there's not much you can do at home i mean there is but let's just say like if your form of like you know expression is like playing a freaking show yeah <laughs> you can't do that <laughs> yeah and i don't think a lot of people realize this like I'm sure you you know this as well and, and you experience this as well, right? Like when you mm. play live music, you get to play it live on stage and you, yeah. you or even jam with other people. Mm-hmm. It, the, the feeling is so different. It's so... <sighs> it's so lively. Yes. Like, ah, now I get why, why I'm alive. You know, like now I, I get a taste of, you know, life. Yeah. Yeah, man. But that feeling when the when you go on stage and then like, like you know the lights hit, you cue your song and <laughs> God damn, <laughs> mm-hmm. and nothing else matters after that. Yeah. Yep, definitely. For let's just say half an hour, like half an hour set, right? For yeah. Half an hour, right? Your worries just go away. They're not yes. there. Yes. Sheesh. Like it's like real life, you know what's real life? This is my real life right now. Like mm-hmm. I'm just gonna play, I'm just gonna enjoy the music, you know, like nothing else matters. And for a year plus now, like that hasn't been there. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's like I tell you uh, like some people don't know what they have that is gone, you know? That kind oh, of thing. Like definitely. everyone everyone like let's just say like regarding like music venues or like you know. People mm-hmm. just like oh, like they just take it for granted. I feel. Mm-hmm. So then, once like all these venues are just like some of them are, some of them aren't even around anymore, man. Yeah. So, and then now everyone's just like, oh man, I miss this one. Like yeah, I sure came to my show right when I told you to come. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> uh, now, now you miss the thing. You see. <laughs> you uh-huh. I mean? Now you want to pay cover charge, you know? <laughs> 
That's why then now online it's people charge it, right? for shows. Like people charge for shows for online shows that after old oh, one la. like it's not like the real thing. Ah, then the real thing also we charge. You don't want to come then how? <laughs> exactly. But I think it's a huge wake up call mm-hmm. for all of us as well, right? Like I'm guilty of it. You know, like I'm always like, oh, okay lah. This show, you know, not good. Uh, I didn't do as well. It's okay. I'll try harder on the next one. But <laughs> this. <laughs> pandemic really really like there's no next one is not guaranteed so make every show like it's your last one and (sighs) yeah yeah i remember like recently because i i'm I'm in a new band so so we had one one practice one practice before the second one hit right and i tell Uh you i like we we ran through our songs then we're like Okay lah, just play the whole set lah. And I tell you, I was like, in my head, I'm like, I'm playing a goddamn show right now. Yeah. <laughs> I did, I, even, like, mm. I always, like, for me, even if it's practice, right? Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> it's a show. <laughs> yes, yes. And that's how we should practice, I feel. Because mm. when we transfer, you know, our practice punya energy onto, onto the stage, then it's, uh, you know, more authentic. And, and that's what I keep telling my students as well. Like, practice like you're performing. Then you don't have to think like, you know, then you don't have to perform, perform when you're on stage because that's how you are when you're practicing. So whatever that you showcase on stage, it will be your authentic self, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. That's why when I practice, all I headbang. So that way, like, when I, when I do it live, at least I can get, I can headbang to the tempo, you know what I mean? Yeah, not sake teka. <laughs> Yeah, and <laughs> like just just like, like for me because different genre ma, like in a way yeah. so you just have to like can even learn choreography so when you go to headbang the whole band so can get together kind of thing. yeah uh, and then you like swing your bass or like swing your guitar you know that kind of thing mm-hmm. <laughs> so like your, your cues have or certain things so yeah you can, you can do that but right. always yeah lah, that's the that's a good that's a good value like Practice how you play, like how you mm-hmm. perform. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so you Definitely. want me to tell about my band, right? <clears throat> of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's a like I think it was last year when when we got together. Um, mm. So we're called Deadbeat. Deadbeat. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so we're called Deadbeat, like pop punk band, so lah. But like you know, like. Mm-hmm. All of us. The thing is, all of us, right? We've all met each other. Like we, I've I've played with one of them, mm-hmm. but I've just met I met them like years ago during my first ever show at the B, which <gasps> was in late twenty sixteen. Yeah, actually, like I haven't been performing that long pun. Like I've only like five years, I'd say. Right, right. So, yeah, met them at my first like open mic at that time. So that's why mm. like Lucy Lucy played the first show at the B. Then, yeah, so met them then. I remember I had my own band like in 2017 yeah. made my own band then I called one of the guitarists I met at the B then yeah mm-hmm. I met the others and then we became friends and then they're like finally last year like oh let's let's, let's get together do la. something yeah yeah I'm like ons I follow yeah. yeah I feel like when when you know it's it's uh you've known people for quite some time already and you see them you know doing things something that you admire that you like you get together the chemistry is better too right mm-hmm, definitely the thing is that like, we yeah. all know how we play in a way yeah like the the chemistry like somehow we just know 
So that 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 feels very nice. It feels mm-hmm. very nice when everyone's on the same wavelength, same page. Right? Yeah. You can create. Yes, wonders. somebody get me. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, how's the music school, Joe? <laughs> the time, music school. <laughs> time time for a plug. Oh my god. Doing. <laughs> um, the music school is doing fairly well. I would say that I'm very very fortunate, mm. and uh, very very thankful for how it's played out so far because um a lot of people tell me that not a lot of people but a few people tell me huh you're getting a physical space during the pandemic uh, you know like mm-hmm. um i got a studio at for for music nation at good ikl uh, masa avenue and um it's exactly what it's it's not more not less la. like it's just one studio uh, where i teach where we rehearse where me and my sisters Jiwang we rehearse and you know like it, it's all the space that we need because you know uh yeah I just need somewhere outside of my house to rehearse <laughs> and um uh but thankfully because we're in the education line and like in education so all of our classes have gone online and uh uh so business have been you know quite uh consistent and i'm very very thankful to have mm-hmm. very supportive students and clients and yeah and they understood when i told them to take a break as well you know uh-huh. yeah so they're very supportive very understanding support you know life that so i just cannot wait until mm-hmm. you know things open up so that uh they can come to live shows see really you know what music education is all about yeah. not just in a room or in a classroom practicing with your teacher or jamming with your teacher that kind of yeah. thing actually get to go for open mics and you know i get to create concerts and like recitals for my students and things nice. like that so that we you know we, we do what we can to help build a community so i i think that's the the core of what music makes is and what i would like it to be yeah, yeah. so i just had like a, a a thought in my head right so let's just say mm-hmm. like everything goes back to normal and you have yeah. like your students would you bring your group of like your your pupils right to a show definitely right like a practical like field trip type of thing you know Oh yeah, and I've done that for like my Sunway students. I've told them, okay, this jam session at uh, Alexis Bangsa, you guys have to come. And a bunch of them, uh, like five of them came, three of them signed up for uh, um, the jam. You know, things like that. And that's Sunway where... Sunway students are? Yeah, yeah. Oh. My Sunway students. And then the next time it was Aswara students. Ah. And then, yeah, so now I'm at UCSI. So maybe, you know, hopefully... Uh, I'm still there when everything opened up so that my students get a chance to perform. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Crazy. So, so okay. Yeah. Right now, we deep dive into shows, right? So, yeah. do you have any, like, like any local acts you want to, like, you know, shout out? Like, any, any new ones that you've seen that, like, recently or so like that you've seen and you're just like oh wow like they're pretty amazing 
Hmm. So many. Yeah. <laughs> Why you put me on a spotlight like this? <laughs> okay, wait, let me go through my Instagram because <laughs> I have... Um... Okay, there's a couple that uh, I'm a little bit biased because I teach them. So I know and they're upcoming. Up. So, hmm. I mean, of course, your sister is amazing. You are amazing. Um, uh, uh, ah, well, you put me as but let me think first. Let me think first. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I'll, I'll cut this part out. We intermission a bit. <laughs> okay, can, can. <laughs> All right, so a couple that have really stood out, I think, uh, this this past year. I've always, always been a fan of Cassandra Mary. Ooh. You know Cassandra? Yes. Yeah, her, her music is so pretty. And <laughs> her latest single, well, it, I don't think it's very that recent, but within this year, lah, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it was um, with... Um, a friend also Nick Hanani, mm. so they collaborated on um, on a project together, on a on a song together. Another one who really, really coming, uh, a new age I think R and B singer, uh, Silver Silver Lim. She is an amazing uh, singer, and mm. she just came back from Korea to. Uh, she finished her music degree in in Korea, and oh. uh, yeah, she just came back during the pandemic, and her music is amazing. So check out Silver Lim on uh, Spotify and on Instagram as well. And yeah, yeah, I think this these two for now. If there's anything, if there's anyone else, I will <laughs> plug lah some more. <laughs> yeah, no worries, no worries, and. Damn, like, uh, a lot lah. Honestly, like, it's hard. I know I bullied you into, like, making those two choices, but, like, to even choose two, so I'm pretty sure it was a real challenge, right? Yeah, I'm scrolling through my Instagram now. Like, who else? Because <laughs> there's, there's so many. many. Yeah. yeah, there's new music practically every Friday. Mm-hmm. Like, we just have to go onto the, the playlist, right? Yeah. So, new music Friday, like... So many local talents. Oh, of course, you know, uh, Luna Dira mm-hmm. and uh, Ready Rocket. Um, um, so many. I yeah. mean, the, like one so of my many. friends, uh, yeah. they released, two of my friends actually released uh, new songs today. So today is the 2nd of July, right? So yeah, it's a Friday. And uh, one of my friends, his name's Jason. He's also known as The Legacy. Ooh. So he released What kind of genre? This, um I would say R and B right? Ah nice. Yeah. yeah. In a way R and I'm not sure, but the sounds he used very like sometimes different, but mm-hmm. definitely one to check out. I think recently he he's just been like really happy with his output, you know, and it, like, it's so it's so nice to see. And also uh Claudia Tan and Erwin, they released a new single as well today. Ooh. Oh, another one that I know, uh, that I love, really, really love, Avery Foss. Ooh. Yeah, oh. Aver- Avery Foss, like uh, Elijah. Elijah, yeah, he was uh, my junior in ICOM. Wow. It- it's-, it's kind of, do you know Old Wonder? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
yeah they have a similar sound but in my opinion their Avery Force is better <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not biased mm. like the songwriting is amazing it's yeah. like a mixture of like folk indie electronic oh so beautiful yeah so songwriting huh? yeah that's a good topic to just jump to <laughs> yeah thank you thank you for that <laughs> What did I do? Yeah, so, like, okay, Joe, you've released, like, you've written a lot of songs, right? Right? Uh, you try. Yeah, I mean, Tiger, right? But you've performed them. Yeah, I know. I've yes. heard. I've I shot the videos. <laughs> yes, thank you. Mm, but, so, uh, so, like, okay, like, one thing I really love uh, mm-hmm. talking about songwriting is because every artist, like, our creative process is very different. The way yes. we think, the way we put, like you know, the ink to paper is different. Or some people yes. type, like, You know, these days, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm still like, are you okay? First, we start off. Are you a uh, pen to paper or you type? Both. Both. Uh? Yeah, both. Oh. Like I love the um. Well, okay. What are you? Are you the pen to paper or <laughs> type? <laughs> I'm actually pencil to paper. Pencils ah. or more. <laughs> so I don't have to panka, I just erase. <laughs> oh, true. And I keep everything neat and tidy, huh? Mm-hmm. I see, I see. Yeah, okay, so I understand. Like, and you, and you, uh, so you understand the novelty of like writing, carving out words, not carving, like, but like, you know, writing it down and seeing it on a piece of paper. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of like writing poetry in a sense. There's a certain room. We we romanticize it a little bit, and it's um elegant la. It's it's just such a nice way of putting uh of making words come to life, right? Yeah. So I think that will definitely definitely be the first step for me. Like always writing. Uh, I do destination right, mm-hmm. so where I word vomit for like ten minutes, and when the ten minutes is up, I stop and then let's see, you know what, what. <laughs> What kind of things I vomited out la. <laughs> So what things you can like work with la, right? Basically. Yes. Mm. Yes. Or before I go into it, I usually have like a topic already in my mind, mm. something that I want to write about or talk about. Just sit and write about that particular topic, and then I will pick and choose what I want to use. But that's just the lyric writing part, though. Yeah. Yeah. The whole, the whole like song structure, like melody and like, like let's just say a, a little riff, ke, like that one, mm. that one different lah. You know, sometimes when you yeah. write stuff, you know how like when you play a certain note or chord, like it brings out a certain emotion. Definitely. Mm, so that's when like that's when you feel like okay, like you know, you feel something, and you yeah. wanna write about what you feel, you, what you felt. Yeah. So that's where like everything just changes. Like maybe the like the the initial plan of what you wanted to write so might change that kind of thing right yeah and it's completely fine isn't it yeah like something that my my teacher told me uh there dish um of course we would have like our go-to method you know of uh what works best for us how we, mm-hmm. yeah our go through our, our go-to method lah but all of these tools, like you know, writing lyrics first, or uh, playing chords first, or writing the melody first, you know, yeah. or humming, you know, these kinds of things. There's not uh, 
there's no steps to it. Yeah. If we just lay it all out as tools, no matter how you use whichever order, you will still arrive at the same destination. Mm. Yeah, and they're there to help us um, bring our ideas and songs to life. Wow, that's actually a good quote. That <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely gonna use that for like our asset posting, lah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. That that is mm, <laughs> that is quality content, Joe. Thank you. But honestly, now you have to teach me how to spot quality content. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, lah. That one we'll talk after. But yeah. honestly, what you say is actually true because I when I first started, the thing is I started writing songs when I was fifteen. A year, a year before I actually started playing instruments, you know. Oh wow! Ah, so, so like I just wrote, wrote like they, they were, they sounded like poetry, but not really. Or so, so right. I, I had a really, I had a habit back then where, uh, I buy a book from Typo, right? The, mm-hmm. the really thick notebook, and I'll just write songs. All got no direction, like, but I just know mm-hmm. what I want to do, like verse, chorus, verse, bridge, chorus, that type, that type of formulaic type of songs right and I had a whole book of it so yeah. in, my, in my brain right I always tell myself I always want to keep like uh, just keep it fresh every year so mm. so the time 2015 I remember end of the year I didn't have anything I didn't I didn't put any songs out right right I burned the book <gasps> yeah Sandro yeah and the next year Why? the year after I start again it's very ra- a radical approach to songwriting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why? So, why? Why did you? I'm curious now. Like, uh, why? Why? Yeah, did people. You burn? The methods to my madness right now. But mm-hmm. in all seriousness, no. I just feel like sometimes when I, I tend to be very, like reduce, reuse, recycle type of guy. You know? So yeah, I don't like that. It's mm. a very bad habit to have. Where especially I don't want songs to sound same. Blah blah blah. Yeah. So I'm just like I always want to keep my brain thinking. Keep it fresh okay. every time, constantly. Okay. Yeah. Then can I play the devil's advocate here for a bit? Yeah, what's up? <laughs> so I think okay, I I <laughs> I definitely, you know, agree with you wanna keep this uh with, with wanting to keep the songs uh uh different, like there's a variety. And, and it yeah. showcases your versatility uh, as a writer, as a musician, and things like that, right? Mm. But when it comes to artistry, like, you know how some artists, you close your eyes, you don't even have to, once, once you hear their voice, or like once you heard their drumming, or like bass playing, or whatever, you know it's them, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's where uh, the balance of... Um, um, uh, honing your craft as a specific genre writer mm. and also challenging yourself with different kinds of uh, uh, genres or different kinds of songs or approach. Am I making sense? Yeah. Yeah. It makes total sense. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm just very sorry. I'm just very sad. No lah. To burn your <laughs> thing. No, the thing is, right, I just, like, like in my head, like, if I don't, like, get it out, then it, it doesn't sound good to me. 
kind of thing. Mm. But I stopped burning books lah, you know, environmental friendly and whatnot. Like I stopped it, <laughs> like after, like the moment I finished my S, like my form five, like that was like yeah. you know what, I'm just gonna keep my books from now on, because <laughs> typo mm. books are expensive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would you say that you're an emo kid? Emo, no lah. I wouldn't say. No. I mean, I'm definitely in the scene, but I'm not like, you know. I emo, emo yeah, yeah, I mean, okay. everyone's emo in their own ways, lah. I guess. Oh, definitely. Tell yeah, me about. Yeah. It. So, <laughs> <laughs> I I wouldn't I wouldn't like I'm not like the the aesthetic emo kind of dude. I'm just mm-hmm. I'm just I I feel I feel more than yes. I look. Yes. Yes. So. Yes. So the burning the burning of the book thing is not just because like I'm an emo kid, girl, like it's just because like. <laughs> I just wanted to like just purge my memories of what I've written. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, and I uh, maybe I can offer another perspective. So, um, a reason why I was really sad is because I see those things as like, uh, not those things like those ideas and the things that you've written or things that I've written as seeds. Mm. So this is something that it's uh it's like the first step I guess you know like we have song seeds or whatever that that we have written uh they're just seeds and you can take it you can leave it and things like that but it's so it's up to us to actually pick them uh not not all seeds will become trees yeah, but yeah. Mm, so so we get to pick and choose and those actually those writing exercise uh practices so that the next seed that we choose will grow into a better tree i guess yeah yeah, yeah. H- hence why i stopped burning the books <laughs> <laughs> yes it's like good yeah, planted i planted a tree right but then like basically after end of every year deforestation Deforest- <laughs> <laughs> <Butch>. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely one of the weirdest things I've done. Now I look back, so I'm just like, you know, but do I re- regret it? Of course not, because, you know, yeah. it's a lesson. La. Mm, now, you know, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's not healthy for, I, I mean, it's not healthy for the environment. La, and you're like, I'm, I just, I just burnt paper, man. That's not good. But, yeah. but at the same time, like in terms of like what, the, the the content that was inside of that book also I shouldn't have burned lah yeah. Mm. yeah we live and we learn <laughs> yeah and but it also shows that you have faith in yourself to you know keep the goods keep the juices flowing yeah you know like yeah I can always do better and that and so yeah yeah but now I'm at the point where like sometimes I just revisit the stuff I've written just like. Mm. Oh, I wonder if I can make this better. Like, it's basically, yeah, like using what I've learned throughout the years to improve the stuff that I've done throughout the years. <laughs> uh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so basically, yeah, the, the thought process has changed a bit. Like, even now, mm. I don't write lyrics first. I I learned the guitar, right? Yeah. So basically, I bought the guitar last year and I was just like, okay. Like, oh. I mean, I mean, can play simple, simple chords enough, like, to play punk songs ah. so right, like, right. okay I'm gonna like write some demos like record some demos then you know probably like mm-hmm. just word play around like this stuff so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah. just build off of that like, now because with the power of like you know recording tools like logic and all that stuff like yes 
Yeah. Took me a while to get the hang of everything. Lah. I yeah, still, that's I, fine. I still suck though. Like, I'm, I'm worse at like recording music than I am with Discord. So. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, you're doing fine. At least you're doing something, you know? <laughs> I mean, you can't be good at everything. Lah. Yeah, like, to be very, very honest, like, I haven't written anything in half a year. Like, before uh, I, I replied you late just now, is because I was just, it was my first uh, time tinkering around the piano, like, mm. vomiting something, like, just now, an hour ago, okay. you know, so, and then when I was like, oh, no, and I got a reminder on my phone, no, I forgot, <laughs> yeah, nah, so, it's but, fine, you know, so I, I, I really admire and, and respect, uh, uh, you for you know taking up a new skill not new but i mean you you setting down a a, a commitment to yourself and trying to um write songs express yourself and you know recording a demo doing this podcast like i i can you give me some of your motivation to- <laughs> <laughs> hey man like I don't know like, where this comes from, but just like sometimes in my head, I just have this thing where like, if I want to do it, I go and do it. And if it doesn't work out, it's okay. I tried. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I always yeah, just, true. Like, I just hate the thought of just thinking, what if, what if, you know, like, yeah. cannot, that one bugs me, man. Like, I, I, I don't want to what if, I want to go do first. <laughs> yes, yes. And then fix whatever... Uh, it is along the way, right? Yeah. Then what's come? Just keep running it back until like you feel like you you're in a spot where you're like, okay, like you know, I'm pretty happy with what I'm doing, you know. But yeah. never mistake, like just just don't get it confused with complacency, lah. Oh, definitely. Oh, mm. thank you. Preach, Sandro. <laughs> <laughs> now this is <laughs> quality content. <laughs> yeah, like complacency is is out there. Like a lot of people are complacent, but. We just have to just remember when you reach the top, it's harder to stay on top, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The, like going up the mountain is just half the journey <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. Man, what have I become? <laughs> How old have you become, Sandro? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I completely agree with what what you said. You know, mm-hmm. um, staying um, always okay. So it it, it takes me back. You know, like uh, the the core of why why I do music in the first place. Mm-hmm. It's it's a pro and con thing. I feel like. Um, when I first, I remember when I first came to KL uh, and going for gigs, you know, John Thomas Trio. Um, shout out. <laughs> yeah, shout out. Um, Nine Lives, you know. Shout out. Uh, shout out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, like WVC, you know, Chess Young, mm. Jeanette Lee, all those people, Damn. like, they are amazing. And the one thing, um, and, and I remember that feeling of, oh my God, this is amazing. How do I get there? How do I p- 
play so, so beautifully? How do I sing so beautifully? That feeling of uh, that curiosity and also the constant need to want to learn better. And nowadays, quite a shame. Yeah. The, so thank you for reminding me, actually. Like, complacency is really dangerous because uh, for me personally, I, I'm getting to the top of being the best, not my ultimate goal, but I don't ever want to of, oh my God, this is amazing. How do I do this? Can you teach me? Or, oh my God, her voice is amazing. Yeah. That 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 feeling of wanting to learn more, to do more, to to do better, you know. So and yeah, I I want to keep that kind of attitude and mindset. Mm. So thank you for reminding. Me. You're welcome. And chop first, huh? Chop first. Wait. Ah. I think your your mic you you got like a noise gate or something, huh? Do you have a noise gate on? No, why ah? Uh? Because sometimes, like when you're talking, right, like like I hear, like I hear you, and then after like you just chop, that kind of thing. So I oh, think really? you must talk closer to the mic. Yeah, yeah. Is this better? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so. Okay. Yeah. Uh? Yeah. Right. So. Okay. You're welcome, Joe. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then, yeah. Just just remember yeah. lah. Like you, know, we should not be complacent. The best yeah. version of us is still inside us, kind of thing. The yeah. best is yet to come, lah. You know. Yes, yes, mm. and um, the best is yet to come. And the the cool thing about doing this whole art thing, you know, like being colonial like artists ourselves, right? <laughs> we don't know who we're gonna change into for the next decade or even the next two years. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't know how our art is going to change, you know? I started out with Paramore when I was, like, 13 years old. Look at where I am now. <laughs> like, <laughs> completely different genre. So, it's like, whoa. It's a journey, yeah. It's a journey. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah, Paramore. I mean, I'm still stuck on Paramore, lah. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, we're always going to be... You know, yeah. stuck to Paramore like, just you know, <laughs> cannot hit back as much anymore like. <laughs> I mean, even Paramore also evolved, right? so that's not an excuse oh, yeah. for us not to. Mm. Definitely, oh my god, from yeah. like conspiracy time until hard times. Yeah, like, oh my god. <laughs> even that, that their evolution was perfect. Like. I love that album. Yeah, it was such a good uh, like record. Hard mm. times album, right? Mm. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's so. Ugh, I wouldn't call it pop though, but you know, it has that that, that element. flavor. Yeah, it has an element to it, but it's not pop. Like the structure of it, and like uh uh how they the how they write the songs, how Haley sings it. Mm-hmm. Ugh, so cool. Definitely, they they've grown la, like for sure. Mm-hmm. Man. So. Yeah. You know, since you're on a podcast, <laughs> you have yes. a podcast of your own. Am I correct? <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> <Nice>. <clears throat> so, second plug of the day. <laughs> I Me, mean, I'm not as cool as you, like using Discord and all. I didn't even know Discord existed until 
two, three weeks ago. I was like, what is this Discord thing? I thought it was just boys using it to go online and like chat with each other while playing video games. Actually, you yes. Know? Yes, but I found a way to repurpose it. Yeah. There we go. Look at you reinventing. <laughs> I just thought like, you know, it's it's easier in my in my head. Like it's it's something easier to navigate. So you know right. I, and plus I don't know how to work Zoom. Never have, never will. But yeah. <laughs> ah yeah, yeah. Zoom is for like <laughs> older people. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> We're not there yet. <laughs> you know what's funny, you know? Like when what? when everyone just shifted to online, right? Everyone went to Zoom. What happened? where's the love for Skype, man? <laughs> oh, oh my god, <laughs> ah, Skype. Ah, ah, like you get what I mean, right? Like out of yeah, nowhere. Yeah. Imagine Skype being like the video calling platform for years and all of a sudden Zoom just shows up. Yeah, I know, but like Skype couldn't like share screen and things like that, ma. Oh, yes, ah. Uh. Yeah, I don't think so. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. You would think they'd have the feature after being around for years, right? Exactly. Well, see, that's the thing because they've been around for years, they know. They're like, nah, nobody's gonna get rid of us. And then Zoom came. <laughs> exactly. It drives back to your point, isn't it? Mm-hmm. There we go. There uh-huh. we go. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I didn't know, but then like, it just clicked in my head. I'm like, oh my god, Skype was complacent. <laughs> yes, Skype was complacent. Uh, yeah. Who else? Uh, I know Kodak. Uh, Kodak didn't want to move to the digital camera market. I mean, now they got resurgence because everyone wants to go vintage, right? But like, yeah, they, yeah. definitely they took, the loss, <laughs> they took a loss. They definitely took a loss because, you know, they thought, oh, digital's not going to succeed, blah, blah, blah. And then yeah. boom. Yeah. Canon was like, we have a DSLR now. Uh, yes. Yeah. Kind of thing. Uh, even Nokia <laughs> also with smartphones. A Nokia, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they refused to because I remember uh, they didn't acquire Android when it was offered to them. They said, no, la, like, we don't want to. And then, yeah. Uh, and then Samsung was like, hi, we have a phone. <laughs> a smartphone. Right? Uh. Even Sony didn't do well with their phones. Yo, but shout out to the Sony Ericsson, man, back in the day. The oh Rockman. my god. I had the slide up one. Ooh, that, was, oh. that must have made you cool, yeah. <laughs> Bro, it was the love of my life. <laughs> Yeah. It was the coolest thing I owned for like a few years. Mm. And then, yeah, the iPhone came out. I was like, oh no, I'm not yeah. a cool kid anymore. <laughs> for me, I remember see, remember when Motorola had that iconic flip phone, the Razer. <gasps> yeah. Yes! And it just came in different colors, right? Oh, wow. Yes, and it was so nippies. It was so thin and colorful and bright. So bougie, you know, like you just I felt know. like you were someone, man. When I saw I never had it, but when I saw it, I was like, <gasps> it's. I want. Yeah, it's so dope. <laughs> It's so sleek. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. I've never seen it. Like, I've never like, like you know, had googly eyes over a phone like that much when I saw until I saw the that Motorola phone. I was a kid, so yeah. yeah. It was so easy. Like that, <laughs> it was so easy to please us too. Like so, like little things made us so happy, and and yeah, mm. yeah. We, we were so easily uh, pleased and amused. <laughs> I think when we were kids, you know. Definitely la, like you know, you Yeah. You everything was you know, it was either red or blue or no black or white and then now everything's a bit grey when you're an adult. Yeah. No, but even kids nowadays also like like I remember like I I, I was having a conversation with my sister also like mm. back then we um 
it was um uh we were happy because things were a little bit more scarce right like we didn't uh we didn't have a lot of options yeah uh we didn't you know like like other references there we got you know we, we just take what we got offered like you know that kind of thing and if I something a little bit better you know that kind of thing mm-hmm. definitely that, that was it but now it's like kids are <laughs> i i think it's a it's a it's an abundance thing because they have too many options too much yeah too many options and the yeah. indecisiveness just kicks in yeah yes and like okay let me better yeah, you know mm. and yeah yeah anyways this is a whole nother tangent yeah yeah <laughs> and my jegu mode is starting to peek through i like how we were talking about your podcast and we just ended up here nah, but <laughs> we're supposed to talk about your podcast <laughs> we just end up with kids, you know. Mm. Uh, this is how we malayang lah together. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, like, I'm not even like trying to pull us back. I'm just going with you. <laughs> that's perfect, dude. Yeah. That's how Joe Rogan does his podcast. Like, and they last for like three hours. <laughs> that's the thing, dude. I'm pretty sure, right? Like, man, put me on Music Nation, man. We go eight hour podcast. <laughs> oh my, we have to be on so many different kinds of substances to go eight hours. <laughs> Man, that one we better call Red Bull for sponsorship, man. Exactly. Oh my god. Jeez. Yeah, but <laughs> our yeah. podcast sounds crazy though. It's it's not out of reach. It's possible, but yeah. It is, but dude. Wow. Hey, uh, After that, confirm go home just sleep, eh? Yeah, knock out KO. <laughs> just yeah, and not use the brain for like a few it, days. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Don't want to talk as well. I think. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I mean, okay. Uh, I just want to say one thing about the podcast. Like right now, um, mm-hmm. I'm just doing this. Um, I'm, I'm so I'm the host of uh, Music Nation Speaks podcast, and uh, it started with just um, uh, you know, our local musicians, and then I decided to branch out because I am interested in a lot of different things. Want to learn? So Music Nation Speaks is now you know and kind of like whatever i find interesting i will you know go for (laughs) and right now we're doing i'm only doing it at home because uh uh, our studio partner major music shout out to jared uh, and the team at major music uh uh in puchong they're in puchong so we cannot go over oh i didn't know they were in puchong eh yeah, I'm pretty far. I mean, I was from Puchong. Yeah, you get the idea. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so they're like just past like uh, well, a lot further in like from IOI Mall, so like deep in Puchong. So yeah, and that's practically where I live. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So when you come Puchong, you now call me like okay, yeah, I see. I didn't there. know you were in Puchong. <laughs> Because okay. I always see you around like TDH, like Bangsa, Monkara yeah. area. I travel a long way, you know. <laughs> I know. Now I know. Okay. <laughs> Remember to remind me to get you a drink next time when I go around this area. <laughs> she, but Puchung now, definitely like the last I was around. Yeah. Definitely a lot has changed, right? We got a lot more 
places to eat. Like I mean, we've yeah. always had food. We've always had food, but now we just have food. more food. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god, so many hot pot places. I remember. Dude, Puchong is just crazy filled with food. <sighs> it's insane. I mean, I know. There's so much hawker food, lah. Oh, I love it. I know. I miss it. <laughs> it's the best. Hawker food is the best. Like I don't care how many Michelin stars you have or whatever. <laughs> you cannot. You cannot beat the uncle or the auntie who's selling like roja chakwitiao. You know. Kaisi oh Hofan, that kind of thing, and it's only for like six, seven ringgit, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I've tried uh. Michelin star chicken rice before, you know. Huh? Mm. Why you do that? <laughs> okay, so so the the it's the Singaporean one, but I, okay, okay. So they opened one in Malaysia. I forgot where. I think it was like Taling Street or something. It's so very. It's a obs- Singaporean one somewhere. Yeah. Wow. So they got the Michelin star like hawker chicken rice. So I was like, alright, like I'm gonna just go check it out, right? Okay. So then, I think I spent upwards almost like 20, 20 plus, no, for for chicken rice. Don't don't kecam me. I just wanted to try it for the sake yes. of giving it a shot. Like, just see how 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 it is, right? Mm-hmm. How was it? I tell you lah. I maybe it's just not my thing, because it just <laughs> it just tastes like like honestly, my kopitiam uncle he hooks me up better, man. Dude, <laughs> he hooks me up better. Yeah, like. <laughs> You know, portions are much generous. He want me to be full, lah. You know, I see he cares yeah. about me. <laughs> yeah, he cares about me. And I pay a fraction of the price, so. <laughs> so lesson learned, lah. There. <laughs> I mean, maybe in Singapore, the actual brunch tastes better, lah. We wouldn't know, right? Honey, Singaporean food versus Malaysian food. I think we both know who wins. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> I am proudly, you know, on the Malaysian food side. I don't care what you say. I mean, I don't disagree, but you know. Come on, start a war, lah. It's okay. Oh no. Can can. Jadi pasal already first episode. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Then they'll be like, "Wow, this guest ah like to call people out." Oh yeah, I mean, and until there is evidence and proof that you know. Ah, that that Singaporean food is better. I will stand by <laughs> Malaysian food. Yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, not, like nothing beats a seven ringgit chicken rice, man, or maybe yeah. six ringgit. Yeah, yeah depending have, on where you go. I ordered the one with sweet yolk, uh, so definitely it's a bit pricier. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, uh, damn. Ah, <laughs> uh, now I think the. Only thing, not the only thing. Like I miss two things: going out to eat. One, going to Kopitiam in the morning and have like you know, oh yes, the breakfast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like half boiled eggs with like toast, and then like at night, of course, going to Mama, have you know butter prawn or something with like ah uh, the eyes. Oh my god, Mama got butter prawn, ah, dude. Okay, because I'm pescatarian, ma. So, mm. uh, um, I used to love butter chicken. Now I'm like, uh, boss, ada butter prawn or butter seafood ada? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah. I, I would have thought you just would have gone to a Chinese shop ask for butter prawns, eh? <laughs> oh, but the mama one though. Good ah. Yes. Ah, I didn't so... know you were pescatarian, sir. Huh? Like that's new. <laughs> I think for almost yeah for two years now. 
Mm, okay, yeah. Pff, maybe, uh, yeah. Yeah. But beer is still beer, lah, right? <laughs> beer. <laughs> well, I cannot really drink, you know? Like, I don't, I don't know if you've realized, like, I haven't really... Yeah, getting drunk is... Oh, well, not getting drunk. Like, drinking alcohol is... Because, one, I'm Chinese. Chinese blood doesn't allow me. And, <laughs> yeah. Okay. And the calories. Yeah, I mean, beer is calorie heavy. I know. Yeah. Might as well eat rice. I love my rice. Yeah, I know. Like, we, 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 we cannot, we cannot not have rice. Yes. I cannot be. I seriously whatever cannot. Whatever keto diet, whatever diet, well, I'm sorry. I must stick to, you know. <laughs> Cauliflower rice, la, alternative. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to stick to intermittent fasting and just have my rice for that one. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, everyone has their own approach, I guess. Yeah. But hard lah. Some people just really cannot. They live and die by rice. You know what I mean? My dad. <laughs> yeah, rice is, you know, life. It's an essential. <laughs> yes, rice is life. <laughs> it definitely is. You know, you can do so much things with rice. You can put soy sauce on the thing. You can eat it with egg. You can put yeah. curry on top of rice. Oh man. Yeah, and you can make mochi with it. Mm-hmm. Oh. You can wrap it up in seaweed if you want to. Yeah, rice cakes, topoki. Oh my god. Yes. Okay, so you're making me really hungry right now, and it... I'm I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, we should do like a, maybe one day in the future we run it back, right? Like the episode, but we do it at a food place, a restaurant, food place. Plot. What the heck? <laughs> Why not? I would gladly do it with you. Dude, that is as super dope. Food, right? Food. Yes. <sighs> Yes. Yeah. I Definitely. remember we went to eat chicken rice once, right? SS2? Yes. Remember, right? We just ordered yes. like a crap ton of chicken. <laughs> I know. Like half a chicken or something or one chicken. Uh. Yeah, like, I thought we were going for Singapore today. Like, no, like, you take took half a chicken. I'm like, bro, what? <laughs> I said, layan lah, depa. Just eat. Puli lah. <laughs> I mean, it's still chicken rice. No complaints, you know? Exactly. But I was just, I was shook by the portion. Uh. I know. Did we mm. finish it? I don't remember. We did, we did. Okay. Right. Good, good. We did not go to waste. Yes. <sighs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, Joe. But, mm. Yeah, but what? Oh, no. Like, like, um, house, not house, but, so what's, um, this is just for myself. Mm. I'm curious, like, what's next for you? What's next for me? Mm. I was just about to ask you what's next for you. <laughs> <laughs> you share first, then I share. <laughs> what's next for me? Uh? Oh, man. Uh, definitely, I'm going to go back to Puchong eventually. You know? <laughs> yeah, that, that's yes. what's next for me. And when I'm back home, yes. definitely going to reset my room. And probably for music aspe- the music aspect, I definitely mm. want to start putting in work because like right now I'm still recovering from my finger injuries and whatnot, right? Yeah. Imagine uh, in the span of like okay, I got injured in November or so, like my left hand got, huh? got clipped by a barbecue pit. Yeah, you can ask you can ask Jared from Jumero about it, like he he was Bro. Yeah, everyone saw it. Uh... So it was the last day. <laughs> it was the last day of like my dad moving to Langkawi. Mm-hmm. It literally and the thing funny thing is right I had chicken rice for lunch 
Mm. <laughs> you can never escape chicken rice, <laughs> Sandra. <laughs> yeah, honestly, no. Like, I, I, I will never escape it. I don't want. Yeah. I don't want to run away from it. You know. <laughs> so then, so then happened. Like, ate chicken rice, everything, and then like we wanted to move the barbecue pit, like, cause someone was gonna get it. Like, someone bought it or something. I think. Yeah. And then like the the top handle like just it just went over because we wanted to lie it down, but no one clipped the the whole thing, so oh. it didn't stay shut. So it opened, and then my finger was at like the the, the edge. Ah, the edge, and then it just clipped. <gasps> Oof! And I was like, oh my god, <laughs> that hurt. Do did it take long to heal? Uh, yeah. It definitely took. And the thing is, like, to get back the the strength of my left it- index finger, right? Yeah. Oh man. Even like up to now, it only now is starting to get better. Oh no. Mm. Oh no. So definitely, when I was playing bass before this or so, like I, I was definitely trying to avoid the use of my index finger, which but it was mm-hmm. kind of hard because you know, you know, it's it's for fretting all. It's very important lah. Mm-hmm. Right? But I just try to like just manage my output and stuff, so I don't want to strain. But then yeah. now with my my middle finger and my ring finger on my right, like definitely have to find a way to adapt lah when it comes to right. playing. Like, you know, there's no there's no oh I cannot play anymore nah nah no such thing. Mm. Got always ways to play. Right right right. Yeah. Uh, so I just like play with a pick or something until it's better. Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. Oh well, I have to adapt. I'm sorry. Yeah no it, honestly. Like that's what I told myself too. I'm like, you know, no point crying about it. It happened already, so tapa. Right. Like just let it be. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. And see what what how you can heal faster and and you mm-hmm. know, who knows? You might invent a new playing style. <laughs> no, lah. I'm pretty sure playing styles already invented. It, but I just play with pick lah for now. I'm pretty chill about it. Right. I mean, right. certain songs I memang use a pick anyways. So why mm. not? Okay, <sighs> okay. What about you, Joe? Uh. <sighs> Oh, <laughs> ah, we're at that topic now. What's uh, next for Joe? In terms what's... of music, also, I want to know. Huh? <laughs> okay, in terms of everything, I think now I'm um, definitely uh, looking forward to a bit more downtime. And uh, I thought I was quite aware of, you know, uh, making time for myself and uh, working. Um, uh, I thought I had a balance. Mm. Uh, you know, kind of balanced it well, but I guess not well enough. So I'm gonna restructure my work schedule a little bit and uh, carve up more time And uh, with music, I think I honestly I have no complaints right now. Uh, mm. I I love what I'm doing. I love my, my job. Uh, and uh, I think the next thing would be to record Jiwang's original Ooh. and release those singles ASAP um, yes. and release my own At this point, I don't really care <laughs> anymore. I just, I just want them out. Okay. And I, and yeah, I just want them out. They, they are the the byproduct of no. I do it because I enjoy it. Like, so, yeah. Get it? Yeah, yeah get it. Damn. Yeah. Like you just need something out, lah. You know. 
Like, yeah. I like I feel like sometimes when you just put something out, like your first one, cover, uh, like mm-hmm. regardless of what it's, it's it sounds like, but if if it's what you want to put out, it's totally fine because the only way is up, what either way. Yes. Yeah. And then when I put those songs out, it motivates me to to write more, mm-hmm. you know, and it's for myself. So yeah, I yeah, yeah, totally get it. Yeah, yeah. And of course, continue doing the podcast. I'm gonna have you. <laughs> <laughs> well, have me on. I scared me. <laughs> what scared la? It's the same thing, <laughs> except mine can see your face in it. <laughs> yeah, I have to actually comb my hair. <laughs> That's a good thing, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? Let's make it happen, man. Yeah. 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 So thank you for coming on. Thank you for coming on off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> This should be your tagline. <laughs> coming on off the stage. What the heck? <laughs> no, but in all honesty, thank you so much. Like, um, I I think, you know, thank you for having me. Thank you for thinking about me. Thank you for reaching out, and I'm I'm glad we, uh, um, you know, um. We we got to catch up and connect again. I miss you, Sandro. I wish that we were talking face to face and yeah. uh, having a drink and the mama lah, especially mama sessions lah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or even at like you know your sister's gig or something. Shout out to Chanel Gizmo. <laughs> Shout out now. So, yeah. Yeah. Miss you too, but, but it's been mm, a while, way. It's been it's a been while. a long while. Mm-hmm. Sheesh. Yeah, but just But... make sure you don't amba me when you see me or something. Ah, I might tackle. Who knows? Eh, I got takedown defense, man. Watch out. Ah, <laughs> uh, ah, uh, you can, you know, uh, sp- sprawl, sprawl. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you sprawl all you want, but boy, I'm gonna get onto your back. <laughs> no, 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 I'm gonna run. <laughs> I'm gonna run. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. But yeah, Thank you so much. Yeah, most welcome. I'll see you yeah. soon, lah. See you soon. Right. And I hope that this first episode is, you know, um, um, something that you. Uh, there's meant that there will be many more to come for after this. Yes, ma'am. It will. Mm-hmm. There will be more. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> okay. Till next time. Till next time, guys. All right. Signing out, ladies and gentlemen. This has been Sandro Gerzo and Joe, and this is off the stage. Don't forget to check out episode two whenever it comes out. So take care, guys, and always stay happy.